0: Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s and the 1990s. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me, as always, Io, Max Sanders. And remember, life moves pretty fast. Blank, blank. I'm not supposed to say it? No, I was gonna. I guess I could do the whole thing. I thought you'd hop in. I even did the look at the camera move, just like Ferris. But well, I mean, you didn't tell me we're gonna do this. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around every once in a while, you, you could, could die. Miss it. <laughs> If he dies, <laughs> he, if he dies. dies. <laughs> Max. Yeah. Welcome to Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I'm so excited. Bum What are you bum, bum. what are you saying? I'm doing one of the obscur- No, yes. <laughs>
1: Get out of bed. <laughs> 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 da, 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 da. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Dear well, what song God. are you doing?
0: Uh, do you remember at the end when he is running back to his house?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, bum, 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 yeah, bum, you're right.
0: Bum, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, Hi, Ferris
1: Bueller. How are you I mean, doing? I'm sorry. I could do. I could, <laughs> cachet, yeah. There you go. Duh. Yeah. and shout.
0: Yeah. A little, a little too brassy for the uh, for the, the day. Bow, bow. The, oh, do you bow, bow? Chica, 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 chica. Max, I'm buzzing the tower. We yep. do, we do a lot of things. But one of the most important things we do is, Talking. We, is we, that's up there, I guess, <laughs> we represent our sponsors who represent us. So today, the old Save Ferris shirt from our friends over at 80 steescom <laughs>
1: <laughs> special effects. Transformer sounds?
0: That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Except we'd get immediately <laughs> nip, <laughs> snipped for that, but that's fine. Nipped in the snip. In addition to 80stees.com, a reminder to follow, subscribe, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and do not forget YouTube. Live video. YouTube.com slash at Buzz in the Tower, B-U-Z-Z in the Tower. We have a very sleek studio. You can watch all this. Yeah. Soak it up. We have mood lighting. We do. We have uh, soundproofing. We've got special effects. Yeah. Costner, throw some special effects in there. (laughs) And, we, Some and, on there, and, and hello to Bradley, yeah. uh, our man behind the camera, hanging out back there wondering why he does this. What, he what he possesses was really him? good
1: on the uh, mic the other time when he, we had a pick for Arnold. Well, you knew his name. The key is knowing his name. I know his name. Yeah.
0: Uh, social media, TikTok in particular, at Buzz the Towers, our handle. But we're on all platforms. But TikTok is the money maker. That's where you want to go if you just want to bathe in 80s and 90s nostalgia. We have 4,000 posts. We do and we have uh, almost a million likes no yeah. likes or few. yeah likes almost yeah. a million likes that's yeah. a big 50,000 followers one million likes i can't wait till we do austin powers by the way the i know the I've Shag you about Me them or all the all original of them, all of yeah. them. every single one uh, who
1: does number 2 work for
0: i i do need to talk to you oh about tom something. arnold can i talk to you about something real quick yeah. um i need you to start taking your shirts and either ironing them or maybe washing them or putting them in a dryer you look rough i don't own an iron and I didn't know, what do you mean? So, so if you take a shirt like that okay, and you just throw it in the dryer with like a, a partially wet sock, yeah, it does have 80s <laughs> on it, but you look you look like, I don't even know what you look like. Does Selena allow you to leave the house looking like this?
1: Uh I get eye rolls and she'll put it in the dryer for me sometimes. Yeah. So just for the show, yeah. um, I need
0: you to just up your game a little bit. But
1: I upgraded. I used to go out to dinner in sweatpants and yeah. waffle shirts. Sure. And now I put on jeans. Totally reasonable. Yeah. Speaking of waffle
0: shirts my mm. Mm, delicious waffles. We picked Whee! out a wedding cake. You did? Yeah.
1: Was it made out of Peter Pan and uh, It's a banana candy? it's banana co- banana coconut pineapple cake with cream cheese frosting. Who are, you, who are you looking at as you read this off to me? Is there something behind me? No, when I think I go like this. Okay. So it's kind of embarrassing whenever I'm at dinner with other people they look behind them like where yeah. is he looking? I just did that because I'm like what are you what are you doing right? I now? have Non-eye contact syndrome? Uh, I don't even know. What's that that's, called? Not, that's not a thing.
0: Can we get back to the show? Yeah, okay. Uh, let's talk about Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ferris Bueller's Day Off is, there are a handful of films, a handful like a landfill. There's <laughs> From a ham. ham. <laughs> yeah, there's a row ads, row limit, 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 <laughs> limit. All right,
1: we've raped 100 beagles back in Baxter <laughs> <laughs> County. You're going five miles an
0: hour. On, and the next time you pull to over, it. pull over to the side of the road, <laughs> not, not the meeting, in the middle. Meeting. Yeah, that's incredible. Tommy Boy is another another that's one. Black that's Black Sheep. That's Black Sheep. Yeah. Right.
1: God, I, I just, just posted uh, Tommy Boy bloopers today on TikTok. I saw. I saw. That's Did why you, you
0: got to follow at Buzz in the Tower. B U Z Z on the Tower. <laughs> there are a handful of movies that define the decade.
1: Yep. So '90s, it's Matrix, Goodfellas, uh, like Welcome one of the Jurassic Nick, Park. Yeah, one of the Nick Cage movies from the mid 90s.
0: By the way, a really fun episode to do for us to consider. Put the this Saint. is uh put this in the back of your head. Yeah. Okay. Defining movies of the 80s and 90s. Josh where where yeah, where we kind of pull like what are the five movies? So, I'm um, spoiler alert. Ferris Bueller's Day Off is absolutely at the at the top of that list,
1: top like, three probably of yeah. the ones that are most identified. Kind of crazy. Have you been watching the new True Detective season? I, you know, I've never seen an episode. Okay, the new season you got to see because they completely wiped the slate clean. Okay, but it's called Night County mm-hmm. or Night Country. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the main parts of the this uh, scientific lab, that Cameron like, Fry. Uh, just wait for it. Okay. Uh, so it's like the thing, like this group of scientists up in the Arctic. Yeah, yeah. They all die of fright, frozen together, in yeah. like a giant corpsicle. Mm-hmm. When they go to the uh, place where they were the the research station. Mm-hmm. Ferris Bueller, the twist and shout. Ferris Bueller, the twist and shout. I need you to slow down. Sorry. Because I
0: believe what you're trying to say is twist and shout. Yeah. And what you can do when you struggle like this is you can just say twist and shout. Yeah.
1: Say it with me. Twist and shout. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. Sorry, I got excited. (laughs) You were very excited. That scene is playing on repeat in the back. What scene? the twist and shout is <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. playing on repeat in the background it's a big part of the whole you show jumped right back into talking 100 miles a minute sorry i got very excited just relax it's so cool I, is it though in 2024 the most popular show on television has a ferris bueller call-out that's part of the main plot again i would ask who are you looking at behind me <laughs> what is
0: with you today are you okay i'm gonna get a head injury no tell me the truth no i'm the one who shot the head injury can we talk about that lion's I watch 49ers our... game real quick oh yeah i'm sorry how you doing You were there. So today's Thursday, and we're recording for Tuesday. You seem so okay. I am okay. So uh, I've I've received from our fans a lot of well wishes, which is really nice. So thank you to all of you who reached out to see where my mental state was. I was heartbroken that we lost the game, but like I can't ignore that this was the greatest season in the history of being a Lions fan, and the future with Ben Big You-Know-What Johnson coming back. (laughs) There's a series of t shirts from, I think, the 90s. Uh, they're called Big Johnson. Have you ever heard of these or seen these? I know the Big Dog. Yeah. So Big Johnson was, a, I think it was like a, a surfboard, but like they're all really inappropriate innuendo shirts. Yeah. And I feel like someone in Detroit's going to fire those back up with, you know, Big Ben Johnson. Yeah. But yeah. I'd, I'd like, maybe I should do that. But you were at the game, you almost had a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah, my iWatch. I sent you a picture of this. Yeah. I think I posted a picture of it too. Um, your Apple go, Watch, go, yeah, oh, man. Um, yeah. My thank you, my iWatch. <laughs> In the third quarter, I started getting this weird haptic on my watch, and it was like shaking and like trying to warn me of something. And I looked down, and it's like you aren't moving at all, but your heart rate has jumped from resting ninety to like one thirty. Are you okay? And yeah, I was like, great. That's I'm gonna die at, at Levi Stadium. We you
1: talk about your resting ninety though. That's kind of high. Mm, not
0: for a 45 year old who's carrying a few extra pounds that's actually
1: a good resting oh, heart rate mine's like, 45 your resting heart rate is not 45 <laughs> yeah it is no it's not want me to put my watch on and prove it nope that's okay. not 45 it is it's not I, that's a lie why would i make this up well you don't you don't do any sports yeah
0: you have no athleticism
1: i have a dancer's <laughs> grace
0: you 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 fall in the shower <laughs> reenacting the scene from that was my favorite part of last week's episode by the way you don't even remember. the I fell in the shower. No, when we talked about you getting practicing for your wedding. Oh yeah, and that you were doing the lift from yeah. uh, Dirty <laughs> Dancing in the shower by yourself, and you slipped and fell. You're like, Selena, help me! Incredible. Thank you. Uh, and by the way, I say resting heart rate. Like I was already at the game, so that's my like game time resting heart. rate. Got it. Okay. Yeah, it's not okay. like I wasn't like asleep in bed. I was at you know the stadium. Okay, I, cool. I hate you so much. Yeah. By the way, do you know what someone pointed out to me? Since going to video, I've been remarkably nicer to you. Yeah. Yeah, except for now that you're looking behind me and it creeps me out. But other than that- Am I still doing it? No, not right now. Okay. But now you're thinking about it.
1: Well, that's what people do when they try to improve Say, stuff. twist and shout for twist me. Twist and shout. Hi, girl.
0: All right, Max. I don't even know where we're at. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's um, top
1: three iconic 80s movies of all time. Yes. And I would it's, agree it, with that. And it's weirdly one of the most 80s movies of all time and also one of the most timeless movies. Like, because it- Taps into this thing. I have this quote from Ben Stein. Yes. That I think would top this up off. Just give me Bueller. one second. Yeah. No, no. no. This, is, this is actually incredible. Ready? No, I'm just
0: giving you a little Ben I'm, Stein while you pull it
1: up. I'm gonna get emotional about this. I'm serious. <coughs> oh. This is one of the best quotes I've ever oh,
0: heard. Oh, whoa. Oh, oh. Hold on. Now, do me a favor. Yep. There's no rush. Yeah. Read it slowly. You don't have to choke on your words. Just yeah. Nice and slow.
1: Ben Stein. It. Ben, do it slowly <laughs> do it sexy. <laughs> mm. uh, ben Stein was exceptionally moved by the film, calling it the most life-affirming movie possible of the entire post-war period. This is to comedies what Gone to the Wind is to epics, Ben Stein added. It will never die because it responds to and calls for such human emotions. It isn't dirty. There isn't nothing there's there isn't anything mean-spirited about it. There's nothing sneering or sniggering about it. It's just wholesome. We want to be free. We want to have a good time. We know we're not going to be able to uh have fun all our lives. We know we're going to have to buckle down and work. We know we're going to eventually have to become family men and women and have responsibilities and pay our bills. But just to give us a good couple days that we can look back on. That's great.
0: It's funny because when I hear you, first of all, excellent job. That is the Longest that you've ever read something without completely melting, it really moved me. Actually, secondly, it's funny because I feel like if I was inside your head, you're like, See, Max, what you're doing is okay, but again, in the quote, it's like a couple days.
1: So, that (laughs) no, this is why this movie relates and not relates to me because your entire life is a a day off, off, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Max Sanders, decade off, you're not supposed to eat chocolate cake three
0: times a day, you know what I mean? Yeah, so before the show started today. Max was telling me about uh, his fiance and like her job and just like real adult stressful, right? Stressful, like like it is for most people. Most people have real jobs; they're stressful. And I'm like, I'm like, what do you? What do you sit in your pajamas eating like a big bowl (laughs) of? uh... A big bowl of cereal. And you're like, get hey, how can I help, Selena? <laughs> it's like two in the afternoon, yeah. and you got Rolling your around the dogs. Out. Yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ. I'm surprised that she's just like, get out of my face. <laughs> you guys need separate rooms, like you're setting up right now, because if I had a rough day at work, yeah, and I came home and I just saw like Trish in her in her robe <laughs> <laughs> eating eating cereal, I'd be like, get out of here right now.
1: Living uh, the dream.
0: Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Let me tell you what it's about. Ferris Bueller, played by Matthew Broderick, has an uncanny skill at cutting classes and getting away with it. Intending to make one last duck out before graduation, Ferris calls in sick, borrows a Ferrari, and embarks on a one-day journey through the streets of Chicago. On Ferris's trail is high school principal Rooney Jeff, played by Jeffrey Jones, determined to catch him in the act, the dark overlord. <laughs> <laughs> he really is in real life. I, uh, yeah, well, we won't talk about him in real life. It becomes problematic when we talk. Although he popped up back in films, I don't know how he's he back recovered. in the dead. He's in the Deadwood movie. I don't know how he recovered from them finding financially. He re- yeah, re- never not, recovered. That's not good. All right. Um, it's interesting because as I look at, I as obviously we wrote. We we rewrot jeez, I'm pulling a max here. We yep. rewatched Fair Spieler's Day Off. And not only is this one of those defining movies of the eighties and
1: nineties, it's also incredibly rewatchable. Like, oh yeah. I, I had no problem sitting through. Endless the whole thing. endless requotes, great scenes, yeah. great moments. And also, I mean, the actors are like frozen in time. They're all outside of Alan Ruck being in succession, like yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Mia Sarah, this is who she is. Right. You know what I mean? Jennifer Gray. You didn't like a legend? <laughs> She's okay in it. I know. Yeah. I know. With yeah. Tommy, Tommy C. Yeah. By the way, her love life, do you know who she married? No. Okay. Can I, should we do this now or later? I mean, whatever you want. This is your world. This okay. is Max Sanders'
0: decade so off. So, her, you do fir- whatever you want. her
1: first marriage was to Sean Connery's son.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say Sean Connery. I was like, good no. lord. Her
1: She got divorced. <laughs> yeah. And she lived your dream and she married Brian Henson, Jim Henson's son. Oh, wow. Like, that is pretty epic, that right? Is my dream. Yeah. My father-in-law being Jim Henson would be incredible. And you can still call Sean Connery. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. It's a double dream. Yeah, it's yeah true. And I told you. Put father on the phone. <laughs> I don't know why she'd have the accent. Junior, are you going over to Henson's, are you? This <laughs> is incredible. It broke you a little Highlander. Bit. Yeah. Highlander.
1: <laughs> Grab your sword. You can talk to the elk. You can only do Sean Connery quotes about quotes that... Talk to Sean Connery for yeah. some reason. So I do that a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. He, like, I take the, it's funny. I, I, <laughs> like, I Al Pacino. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I, <laughs> I, ah no, Pacino's <laughs> the worst. I literally just say, wow Yeah. I take a flamethrower. That's that's it. And it's I'm a, ter- a fan of man. It's my Pacino's terrible. But I covet yeah. doing a Pacino accent because I think Pacino's like amazing. I walk I can do Walken is the only person I can imitate as Walken. Yeah. Everybody else I get do. You concino's. do a good job. I, yeah, I put my pants on. Scooch, scooch, closer. <laughs> I just watched um, Wedding Crashers the other day. He's yeah.
1: weirdly refined in that movie.
0: Ah, uh, he's still a little like
1: awkward and when weird. he's sitting on the bed with Vince Vaughn. That's only a weird point.
0: Well, you remember when um, when uh, what's his face? Not Vince Vaughn. Who's the other dude that's in it? Wow. Owen yeah. Wilson. Wow. Thank you. Owen Wilson is like, if only Congress would you know take your plan. He's like, yeah, Congress. He's <laughs> <laughs> just so weird. A sailor. Claire Bear. Yeah. Come here. <laughs> You gotta follow your heart. Six generations of large breeding. <laughs> I put my pants on one leg at a time. But when I'm done, I make gold records. Yeah. I need more cowbell guy. Ferris. Back to Ferris. Ferris. All right, Max. I got a lot of facts about this movie. Let me let me jump into something that I just think is fun and it'll end up being your TikTok video, I'm sure. Okay. So, Ferris Bueller's Day Off was written and directed by John John Hughes. Hughes. John Hughes has a fetish for personalized license plates like you do for Peter Pan living. In this movie, I know you know, obviously, the Ferrari
1: says nervous. Nervous. NRV, whatever. And the 80s were like the big time for license plates. Yeah,
0: so let me tell you the other ones because he does, uh, I guess, Easter eggs throughout the entire movie. Some of these I didn't even know. Katie's car says VCTN. National Lampoon's Vacation. No way. Jeannie's car says TBC, The Breakfast Club. Oh, that's cool. Tom's car says M-M-O-M, Mr. Mr. Mom. Mom. Rooney's car says 4FBDO, Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And the only exception in the entire movie is Nervous, which is obviously uh, Cameron's dad. But
1: that's perfect for Cameron's dad in the car. I had no
0: idea that all of those license plates had all those tie-ins. All of his other movies have plates as well. I'm not going
1: to get into those. But,
0: Max, that's your interesting Ferris Bueller fact. So.
1: He really cared about this movie about the details behind the scenes kind of stuff. I didn't know this. You know Charlie Sheen's character. Yes. Do you know there's a whole backstory? Yes. Okay. I did not. I don't know what it is. I know. So I know we're
0: jumping. Yeah. Do the Charlie Sheen one because I want. I want to talk about the Cameron Fry backstory. Okay. I think that there's there's something special there to talk about.
1: Okay. So Charlie Sheen is just a. Drugged out guy yes. in a police station. He stayed yes. up for 48 hours. Stayed up method acting to its finest. Yeah. Didn't sleep for 48 hours. Rolled in there ready right to rock. But they gave him a backstory. So his name in the uh, in the movie is Gary Volbeck. Yes. And the whole story is that Ferris Bueller was friends with him in 7th and 8th grade. And he stopped being friends with Ferris. And Ferris wanted to help him. And then his life fell off. He went. He dropped out of school and all that kind of stuff. And he, he ended up in the police station. Okay. His family, if you see who's towing uh Mr. Rooney's car, yes. that's Volbeck uh towing, oh, towing, which is his dad. Oh. And also, if you remember, the mom is selling a house to the Volbecks. The family from Vermont? Yeah. So that's why the, would they be the family from she's Vermont? She's selling the Volbecks house. Sorry. Got it. Got and it. so the commission that she was going to get was for the Volbeck's house. Oh,
0: look at that. That is fascinating. Yeah. That is something I didn't know. Isn't that neat? That's very neat. Yeah. Um, th- here's a backstory that I wish they had dug into a little bit more. So Cameron Fry, yep. right? When Cameron was in Egypt's land. Let my Cameron,
1: Cameron go. go. Cameron's the best.
0: By the way, yeah. you're Cameron.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cameron with Ferris Bueller's lifestyle. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm Ferris Bueller with Cameron's lifestyle. Yeah. That's really funny. It's yeah. totally true. <laughs> I don't want to get out of bed. I really don't want to go to a parade. But if I had to, I could charm anyone. Do you fake sickness? You want to go you want to go to parades, yeah. but you're very nervous all yeah. the time. I
2: Do you know? fake sicknesses? When I
0: was younger, I used to all the time. Really? I'd stay home all the time. I stay love staying home. Yeah. Now not Bob so Barker
1: kind of stuff? Or what? Price is right? Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Nice. I hate staying home. Really? I miss school. But you but you were like picked on and not very popular. Yeah, but I was good at school. Oh God,
0: you're the worst. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So Cameron Fry is wearing a Detroit Red, a Detroit Red Wings Gordy Howe jersey. Gordy Howe, yeah, the best. Yeah, it begs the question, why? Yeah, because he's in Chicago. Yeah, so there's a couple reasons why. The first of which is, and we always forget this, we never bring it up. Obviously, I mean, there's no question, right? John Hughes is synonymous with Chicago. John Hughes was born in Lansing, Michigan. Yeah, he's originally from Michigan, grew up in Michigan. Northbrook,
1: I think, is where he was. Yeah, and yeah. I think
0: he was in Gross Point for a Hot minute yep, as well. You're right. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's part of the tie-in. In addition to that, that Gordy Howe jersey was Gordy sent from Gordy Howe. That's no actually way. Yeah, I that's didn't know him. that. I didn't know that either. To John Hughes, yeah, for okay.
1: knowing they they, they like were gonna do this movie. He okay. sent them. The- I was wondering because like. Having that old school jersey is pretty freaking awesome. It's amazing. Or was he even playing for the Red Wings at that point? Because he played 40 years. Oh, no. Not in the not in the mid-80s. I think he was done by then. And I'd he, have to look. I'm a not a hockey guy. He, he played a
0: crazy amount of time. Yeah. He played four decades. But here's the cool backstory yep. that I don't know a lot of people know. And they didn't reveal any of this. But the idea was, you know that Cameron has a bad relationship with his father. Terrible. But apparently, in the movie, there's this whole backstory of Cameron where, in the summers, he would go visit his grandfather, who lived in Michigan, and part of him wearing that jersey was one part kind of showing his love for his grandfather and two part giving his dad a middle finger, who is a Blackhawks fan. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense. It's great. I don't know that you know this. And I don't know that I've even ever shared this with you. And I don't know that anybody knows this outside of people that grew up in Michigan, specifically Oakland County, specifically Birmingham like I did. So No idea what you're talking about. I went to Birmingham home. Our crosstown route rival was Birmingham Groves. There is a scene in this movie. Do you remember when Ferris is sick and the freshmen go to the payphone? Yeah. And and you know, they're like, oh man, and he's doing the doing the thing on the keyboard. Yeah. There is a one of those freshmen is wearing a letterman's jacket. That is a Groves high school letterman's jacket. Why? I don't know. That's so random. I'm sure that there is some like somebody knows. Yeah. I tried to read it and I couldn't find it to save yeah. my life. But that is my my crosstown rival. By the way, between Sium Groves, like so many, like Sam Ramy. Mm-hmm. Is it Ramey? Ramey? Ramey, I screw that up all the time. Graduated from Groves. Oh, cool. So Bruce Campbell did too, then. Yep. Yeah. T- Tim Allen graduated yeah. from Seahome.
1: Yeah, that's cool. What? I don't know. Tim, the tool man, Taylor? He was a snitch.
0: Yeah, I guess a little bit. Yeah. He did get busted with a lot of white powder. Yeah. In his car. And he snitched on everyone. Snitches oh, get stitches. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: Although I love home improvement. How can you not Yeah. I
0: mean, I mean, how about Buzz Lightyear? Yeah, that's true. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's more contemporary. Do Infinity and beyond. Welcome.
1: To Jurassic Park. <laughs> it's not the same thing.
0: It's basically the same thing. Um, Sloan Peterson.
1: Sloan Peterson.
0: This is just a personal thing that I think is fun. So you know Moe is short for Morris. Yeah. So there aren't a lot of Morris's in the world, except Cameron's father's name is Morris. Me and Morris will just have a little chat. And there aren't a lot of Sloanes in the world either, except a good girlfriend of mine from high school, her name is Sloan. So we'd always joke about how this is the only movie that has both of our names yeah. in it.
1: Is she the coolest? Sloan Peterson. Is she the coolest dream girl of the of the 80s? Coolest. Can I? Can I? Hot take. You don't like it? You know, so Molly Ringwald wanted this role. Yeah, by the way, John Hughes really gets mad at people for
0: dejecting the role. That's not why she didn't get this one. You're right. He dejected her. He told her this role isn't big enough for you.
1: Yeah, which is bull because it was his biggest. It was one of his biggest movies
0: of the 80s. Mm-mm. You're wrong. You're not thinking. I. Uh, you're right about how he gets. So this is what he did to Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. Anthony Michael Hall was supposed to be Ferris. Yeah. In, and in fact, Anthony Michael Hall was interviewed and he said... That this movie was like written for him, and and their break in their relationship is why he didn't get the role. In the case of um, Sloan Peterson and Molly Ringwald, it's it's really a small role. Max at the point in her career that she was at, like it, it 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 wasn't like she didn't have that many speaking lines.
1: She didn't do that much in this movie. She's fun. I mean, like he's licking the glass and <clears throat> making obscene jext- uh, obscene gestures. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that. I, I just. She didn't do it
0: for me. I'm not like, I don't think, like, I, you could have thrown Elizabeth Shue in there. And Shut up. A different She's so movie. iconic yeah. in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Not for me. Do you have a kiss for daddy? I know. <laughs> Matthew Broderick is who made this movie. Yeah. Unquestionably. Absolutely.
1: Unquestionably. Ed, Ed
0: Rooney's pretty damn good, too.
1: Yeah. So you. Know what's crazy? Uh, you know how he says nine times. Nine times. So three they, weeks. <laughs> so they chew. They picked nine because it sounded the most abrasive coming out of his mouth. Yeah. That's how they care. How much? They, how much she cared about this movie? Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Like was... all the backstory stuff. All the thought process. Like the the Cameron backstory. I mean, Cameron's based on one of his friends, Burt Bueller from high school. Bueller. Who like felt sick all the time. Yeah. How cool would that be to be like I'm the base. I'm the guy was yeah. the sick
0: guy all the time. Yeah.
1: So the script was written in six days, and he wrote it in it's the
0: face in the face of in the mid eighties. There was going to be a writer's strike, so Hughes pitched a one liner to Ned Tannen, and this is what he pitched: I want to do this movie about a kid who takes a day off from school, and that's all I know so far.
1: <laughs> Sold. Sold. Yeah. I mean, also at that point, it's John Hughes. You yeah. Kind of do whatever you want. So. Has anyone done like a one day off kind of like thing like this? I think Snow Day was pretty fun. Actually, that was a Nickelodeon movie in the early two thousands. Yeah, I think that you never hit the same highs. No, I mean, so let me let me say this: it
0: this to me is a, there's a larger genre Days and Confused of of not Days and Confused it, because Days and Confused isn't a one re, day isn't relegated to yeah. an event. Yeah, The Hangover. Okay. Yeah, movies that are. Singular event based movies that are tied to like that one moment, the one day stories. Yeah, the one day stories. So I I think there's a handful of those out there. But to your Ben Stein quote, this is like clean, family friendly. And it speaks to this is what John Hughes's superpower was. He just understood what it was like somehow to be a kid.
1: Yeah. Well, he's super lonely as a kid. He never really had friends. He admired Picasso, John Lennon. And other people who like move their medium forward, he moved the teen comedy into like a real place.
0: Yeah. It, and there's, there's, there's heart miles and miles yeah. of heart in this movie. And I have to say too, like if you think about, again, your high school experience is so different than everybody else's because you're a weirdo, but most people, <laughs> no problem. Most people, they're going through that when they're in high school. Yeah. They're like, well, the, the scene when Sloan asks Cameron, you know, what, what's your plan? And he's like, I don't know. Yeah. And then they're like, Cameron's going to be a fry cook at uh whatever the at name Venus. is. At Venus. At Venus, yeah. There's this, there's this element. I remember my senior year of high school being like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. I, I mean, I knew I was going to college, but then what, right? Yeah. So I think he, ta- he taps into all that. He taps in. High school kids are basically all like manic depressive, right? They mm, live in a, yeah. in a complete state of invincibility, party hard, let's go, or they're just like, my life is over, my life is crap. Yeah. That's and that's why, what this
1: movie feels like. That's why pop punk music exists. Exists
0: that's something you would say that resonates with no one except you. Uh, what Hello. else do we have here? Shermer High School makes its uh, third appearance. Fourth. you You've got 16 Candles Breakfast Club and then Ferris is the Weird third. Weird Science. Shermer was in Weird Science. Yep. I sure was Shermer. Yeah. All right. You have to check your notes. I believe you. Yeah, I'm All right. right. All right. Yeah. Easy, easy. Okay. <laughs> Goodness me.
1: He, um, he also stole a line from The Breakfast Club for this movie. Uh, when he's talking about Cameron's house. And he's like, it's very cold and it's very beautiful, and you can't touch anything. Can't touch anything. Yeah, that was supposed to be Ali Sheedy's line about her home life, oh. and he's like, I'm gonna keep this for something else. Oh, look at that! Isn't that neat? That is very neat. Yeah. Did you ever see
0: Biloxi Blues? No. You need to. It's good. Right? It's good. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's, it's like a a fun, lighter version of Full Metal
1: Jacket. Yeah, I always confuse it with Mississippi <clears throat> Burning because of the name, and yeah. then I start watching Mississippi Burning, and I don't... No, two very different movies. Yeah.
0: But uh, Alan Ruck and Matthew Broderick are both in Biloxi Blues, yeah. and when... Wait, Ma- a, f-
1: a friendly version of Full Metal Jacket's insane. When you watch
0: it, you're like, this is a friendly version of Full Metal okay. Jacket? Yeah. It's um, <laughs> it's an insane thing to it's say. It's a very insane thing to say. Yeah. So when... Joker. When, when, when Broderick got the role then they were pushing to get ruck and they were concerned about ruck's age because he's considerably older they're like yeah but in bloxy blues they played friends and plus they knew each other they already had established uh chemistry i think they shared like a trailer with each other in bloxy blues so they knew who each other and they did a play together too i think
1: what was it called i think bloxy blues (laughs) the play they did a play of the movie yeah if you say so yeah
0: i'm not saying you're wrong but, well, I, I, but I'm not, I, not saying you're right either.
1: well because well, I know that his uh George his uh George Peterson voice was making fun of the director of the play Sloan Peterson's father yeah go ahead George Peterson I know I yeah. just like you didn't do his voice very much you I, do, like, I
0: I like doing I was waiting for my opening Sloan Peterson mind your P's and Q's, Rooney yeah I should say you do <laughs>
1: <laughs> frankly you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Another bleep bleep. The first time you see Cameron's face, the first time you saw the movie, was that like the that's I think that's like the turning point where you're like, this movie is so unique and by itself. So when they're doing to your point,
0: when they're doing the imitation, um, Cameron Ruck is doing that imitation on purpose to try to get um, Fair uh, Broderick to laugh because when they were on Biloxi Blues, that's exactly who the um, actor what... sounded like. That's what you were just saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm saying I'm, you're like you're at me like, I know that's I am agree. <laughs> okay. I am agreeing with you.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like, am I alone up here? What's going on? Yes, you are. Yeah. 100 percent What's your favorite one liner from this movie?
0: Uh everybody goes to the zoo. When What's s- that? when Slo- when they're by the hot tub and Cameron's lost his mind. Oh, yeah. And Sloan's like, It's okay, Cameron. I could go Cameron, I can go crazy too. Everybody goes to the zoo. I'm yeah. like,
1: everybody goes to the zoo. Uh, never had one lesson. Yeah. <laughs> that's, playing really the clarinet. <laughs> that's really good too. That's really good. By the way, high school yearbook quotes, I don't believe in isms. I believe in myself. It's a good one. My God. This yeah. this movie, you could literally just <clears throat> close your eyes and pick <clears throat> and you could have a yearbook quote. Uh, how do you feel about the fourth wall breaking? I'm I'm the biggest fan of this on the face of the earth. Yeah. So when he's talking about the clammy hands and that's like, the
0: time I asked Max on our podcast
1: <laughs> about fourth
0: wall breaking. <laughs> Life's fast. You gotta eat your cereal and I'm sorry. Go ahead. I mean,
1: when he first starts talking to you, and he's just the talk coolest. of shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Or like when he like blocks you down. He blocks you off when he's in the shower. <laughs> I'm sorry. What do you? I'm trying to break the fourth wall. Yeah, I, I got right. it. You're still here. The movie's over. Chica, chica. Go home. <coughs> oh, I mean, de- it's what movies nowadays do on the regular. You're a movie nowadays. What? Nothing.
0: Remember in Deadpool when? Uh, yeah. He does this at the end. Yeah.
1: It's it's fantastic.
0: You're fantastic. Do you not
1: like it? I do. Okay. I just asked you what you thought about it. That's all. I think it's revolutionary.
0: Uh, Pretty in Pink and Ferris Bueller's Day Off both came out in 86 and grossed a whopping $110 million.
1: Most of which was Ferris Bueller. Yeah. 74 was Ferris. Yeah. That's still a good year, though, for Mr. Hughes.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> not Not the same. Anthony Michael Hall, I think I told you about this. He believed both Ducky and Ferris mm. were written for him. Anthony Michael Hall would have been fantastic as Ducky, by the way.
1: Yes. Not as Ferris, though. No.
0: Especially like pulling from 16 Candles and that the established relationship they already had. I would have liked to see that. No, absolutely. That would have been fun.
1: Yeah. Uh, You know Bill Paxton uh, refused the role of the uh, garage attendant and John Hughes never gave him a role again or offered anything. Yes. Yeah. What is the... I know you
0: have this list. I thought I had it, but I'm sure you have it. Who are all of the men who are considered for Matthew Broderick's role?
1: Oh, I mean... Ferris Bueller. So it's Jim Carrey... Uh, John Cusack, Rob Lowe, Johnny Depp, Tom Cruise, Robert Downey Jr., and Michael, F- Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox could have done it.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think who could have possibly... John Cusack's pretty freaking Cusack cool. Cusack could
1: have done it. Yeah.
0: But see, Cusack's like this understated... Like, he's not... The, the, the bravado's not there. Like You don't think... I, I, I will say also, other than this movie, what do you like Broderick in?
1: Uh, so... I don't like Lady Hawk, but I like him in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, well, this is going to blow your mind. He was the voice of Simba in Lion King. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. So that's pretty good. <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> but but like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know. It's like he never got back to this hot. Oh, War Games. War Games, he was good.
0: Yeah. The Freshman. Have you ever seen The Freshman? No. So it's got. Um... Oh, Jesus. Dustin Hoffman, right?
1: No. Oh, I'm thinking of. What this movie was a sequel to, right?
0: Yeah. It's um it's a play, like it, it's meant to be I can't. Is it even Marlon Brando? It. Yes. Yeah. So it's like if the godfather was actually the godfather and and Broderick like Brando's reprising the role as the Don. Oh, cool. And it's it's kind of like a tongue-in-cheek comedy. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I I gotta tell you something. And I know this is gonna sound weird, but is Matthew Broderick the the biggest one-hit wonder actor. And let me say why I'm saying this for a second. Mm. I recognize War Games. I'm I'm not saying he technically had one hit, but can you think of any other actor who has had such a role, such an impactful role, and then nothing that even scraped close to it for the rest Absolutely.
1: of the game? Absolutely. Ray Liotta.
0: Goodfellas, he's on... No, you, no. You know, you know what else he was incredible good no. in?
1: Goodfellas, he's on screen, on par with Joe Pesci, Robert yeah. De Niro, and then he's nothing. For the rest of his life. I don't know if he's nothing for the rest of his life. Well, Copland, he's good. And no. like he never he never gets close to that. There's a movie. He's uh, the biggest star in the world. What
0: is that movie? I'm right on this. This Hold is a on. great call. Well, it might be. What is that movie? Um with the Hannibal? No, the mall cop who's got who's bipolar. Paul Blart? No. No. no not Paul Blart. Oh, Seth
1: Rogen one. Yeah, it's, yeah. Have you
0: seen that movie? Yeah. It's crazy. It's terrible. He's really good in that movie. Yeah,
1: but that's not an iconic
0: role. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean you're probably right. Ray Liotta's close.
1: Yeah, in that same, it's the boyish energy kind of thing. So he's great. Matthew Broderick's great in election though. Oh yeah, he was really good in election. Yeah. You're right. You know what? He was. He so was really good in election. And Godzilla, he's not terrible. Yeah, cable. What do you think of Cable Guy?
0: I love. Oh yeah. yeah, I love Cable. You know what? Okay, I'm yeah. I'm retracting what I said. And also Pro- great. Project X is fun. Yeah.
1: The monkey. Yeah. Helen Hunt and a monkey. Yeah.
0: It's just really weird because maybe maybe I should have phrased it a little bit differently. I've never. You would watch that movie and you'd be like, "Yeah, this is this is going to be the Robert Downey Jr. of the '80s and '90s, or this yeah, is going to be point, like," yeah. it, and he just never gets there. Man, Robert Downey would be good. Yeah, he could throw this, this. He could have done it. the snarkiness. He would he talk really fast and then really slow. Johnny Depp could have done this. You think so? Yeah. think of Fear and Loathing.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, so it's got to be younger. And more I know, but here. think of like the yeah. wildness, you know, yeah. like I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. We're but, rambling. But you was crazy. You know, Jennifer Grey yes. was engaged to Matthew Broderick and Johnny Depp in the same month. I
0: didn't know that. I did know that um, the two actors and act- the actor and actress that played Ferris Bueller's mom and dad yeah. met each other and fell in love in this movie and got married as well.
1: Also divorced. Yes. In 92. As
0: did... Um, Jennifer Grey and Matthew Broderick—they got divorced as well, obviously.
1: Yeah, they were in a horrific car accident. You know that? Yeah, it, it, I did hear. Like, so in Northern Ireland, this never gets talked about. <coughs> didn't they kill someone? Uh, a mother and a daughter. Yeah, and like it kind of got brushed under. Yeah, and maybe that's why their careers didn't. I guess I don't know. When Jennifer Connelly changed her schnoz. Yeah, that was her. Not Jennifer
0: Connelly. Jennifer Grey.
1: Yep. Yep. Sorry. It's okay. See if she was Jennifer Grey, like with her nose, I would have remembered. yeah, the time of. She my says the biggest regret of her life. Because people couldn't recognize her, right? Yeah, she
0: was on uh one of those like sitcoms, like Will and Grace or something, and mm-hmm. like and like m- made jokes about like how she didn't was unrecognizable. Oh, really, I can't yeah. remember what it was, yeah. but it was yeah. You're right, you're totally
1: unrecognizable. It's such a bummer. Yeah. She was great. I she,
0: still think she's great
1: in this movie when she winks at Ferris and like is actually finally on his side. Or I think the best acting in this movie is her. It, no, no, it's it's her in the car with her mom screaming. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
0: can't do it. I, <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, she. Uh, I think that this goes back to another point, too. We did an episode a long time ago, and I want to say you brought this up, but just about how these movies like unfairly portray the adversarial relationship between parents and kids, hmm. and that it always seems like the kids are always like, either the parents Rebelling, are awful, yeah. and I think that there's like a very nice balance in this movie, Yeah, that there's a little bit of like
1: Okay, I'm tricking mom and dad, but overall, these are just two parents that like love their kids and. Yeah, the one line that seemed out of place in this entire movie, like it's written perfectly. I wouldn't change <laughs> one line, except when the mom and dad are finally back at the house talking about uh, the sister. Yeah, and they say, "I think we should shoot her."
0: No, I think I think that's the whole point. Like I would, say, would you ever
1: say that? Yeah.
0: Okay. I, see, I think you. I don't know kids. Yeah, I think well, it's not kids. You just are socially special. The 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 purpose. That I don't like shooting people. No, yeah. no it's not the shoot. Let me know when you're done. I'm done. <laughs> you're so easily confused. It's not that that was even real. They weren't <laughs> really so going, because I get so frustrated <laughs> when you do this. You take things over literal, and I have to explain it to you like you're a baby. Gaga, goo, Yeah. The- All the time, like, if I walk in the house and my oldest is giving my wife a hard time, she's like, oh, I've had enough of her. I'm like, time to get rid of her. Yeah. Like, those are tongue-in-cheek jokes. Like, they obviously weren't going to shoot her. Got it. So it wasn't out of place at all. Okay. I shouldn't have had to explain that to you, but I'm so happy that I did. Thank you. No problem, Max. Anything for you. Um, The parade scene... Somehow they accidentally scheduled shooting for the exact same time. What is the name of the parade I have? It's it. a
1: German festival, right? Yeah.
0: It's got like some name. It's worth finding. That's in. why the girls are wearing later hosts. The Von Steuben Day Parade. Yep. The the video that you see, the shooting of all the people like singing and dancing to Twist and Shout, those are actual just bystanders. Yeah, it's and awesome. And they were doing it, and Hughes is like, keep it. This is great. It feels like such good energy. Yeah. Yeah. I And I like those moments. I, I'm sure they have a more profound name, but it's almost where... It's Billy Madison when all of a sudden, two-thirds of the way through the movie. They start singing? Yeah, they start singing, and it's just weird. Would you like a piece of gum? Like, yeah.
1: That's what that scene was. Well, this one feels tied into Ferris can do anything, and it was the cherry on top. You didn't think he could top the day at all, and finally he does this yeah. thing that's so over the top. This one goes out to, to a good Cameron.
0: friend, Cameron, who didn't think he'd seen, seen anything cool. Good all good. Yeah,
1: I kind of butcher that a yeah. little bit more. But I thought it was cool, too. They had a scene where Ferris asked his dad where their... Uh, Bonds were, yeah, so he could cash them in, and that's how he paid for the day. Okay, but they thought it made him look like too much of a thief. Yeah, they wanted it to be like a good time, he like, like had the money laying around. Yeah, so I think that was better. I do too. I because th- th- you you are curious, you're like, how did he pay for all this? I, I also think that
0: something incredible about this movie is we always talk about quotability, but it's not even quotability. Like, even, even just Abe Froman, the sausage king of Chicago, yeah. I that is regularly said in my life, yeah, right. Like, like, the, uh, I've made reservations when we have, like, birthdays and stuff for people. and really? I'll, I'll put it under Abe Froman. That's awesome. I'm awesome. doing oh, that of now. Of course, yeah. you yeah. have to. Yeah. Table for three, <laughs> Froman, Abe Froman. And they're like, what does this say? The sausage, sausage king, king of Chicago. Of, the best is you get some, like, uh, hostess who's, like, 22 years old and has Snooty. no idea. what. Yeah, snotty. <laughs> Snooty. Touch me now, you rat. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be another phone in here somewhere. Find it. <laughs> this is Sergeant Peterson. <laughs> Uh yeah, I'm looking for Abe Froman. Devastatingly handsome. What's he look like? a uh, leather jacket, yeah. white t-shirt, <laughs> devastatingly handsome.
1: And you say Sloan doesn't have a big role. I My know, guy. I know.
0: Sergeant Peterson, yeah. of Chicago Police Department.
1: She is the coolest, by the way, with watch having Cameron watch her change. Yeah. Are you okay with that, Cameron? Yeah. He's like. <laughs> All right. The other the other thing that's funny,
0: the scene, the scene when Cameron and um and, uh, and Ferris oh. are pranking Ed Rooney. Yeah. The the best part about that scene, other than the absurdity of pranking your Why'd you kick me? Yeah. So that whole sequence between the two of them just stinks of that's what best friends are. Yeah. Like, they are comfortable enough to say, like, well, you hurt my feelings. Why Where's you your brain? It? Yeah. Where's yeah. You,
1: why'd you kick me? Where's your brain? Yeah. I asked you first. Yeah. Well, Hughes let people improvise a lot, which is crazy. He's so script-driven, but he also gives actors the leeway. He's, he's a very complicated guy. Yeah. Like, I'm really curious what he's like in person because you get these interviews with him and he's kind of detached. You're talking about John Hughes. Yeah, he's dead. No, no, I'm saying watching the interviews. Oh, okay. Well, he, you said like I'm kind of curious what he was, it made it sound like you wanted to meet him. I mean, not now. In the afterlife. <laughs> yeah. Before 09. Yeah. But he just. I mean, I guess it's probably because of the cocaine highs of the, like the 80s too. Yeah. That like because he wrote scripts in two three days. He died wow. of a heart attack in oh yeah. nine. Like yeah. probably was partaking. Do you know that or are you speculating? Speculating. Okay. That is a. Probably not the best thing to speculate. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I
0: just don't so give you. If there was some article written or he had been like arrested for it, I have never in my life heard that he was into drugs and you're just out here like slandering he John, made, John Hughes, the greatest director and writer of the 80s and 90s. And you're like, yeah, he had a drug. Addict. Maybe he was Maybe it was the prostitutes. That's <laughs> probably what made him write that way. He, he, asked, ma-
1: he made movies with Chevy Chase in the 80s.
0: Now we're bringing. How many more people can we drag Chevy into Chevy Chase this? is known. I I'm just saying, like, how does that how does that make you feel good as a person to drag these poor innocent people I and feel just, better about
1: myself, actually that's your... now. Yeah. Me.
0: Max, where are we? What are we
1: talking about? He can and he can't, he can't, he can't he can. That was from swing
0: Bad. swing. That from uh, Alan
1: Ruck's uh childhood. <clears throat> I know. He used to say that all the time. Uh um, they're at, they at an actual game. Yeah, I think there was some
0: confusion because they showed clips when Rooney is in the pizza parlor. It's a Who's clip winning, of a different the game. The, What's the score? Zero. <laughs> zip, zip.
1: Who's winning? The Bears. It's like throwaway lines like
0: that. It's like
1: that gives me so much so much joy.
0: Yeah, it's great. I mean, uh, now I know your favorite thing to talk about is the
1: Ferrari. Yes. Talk about the Ferrari. So the two, uh, 1962 Spider GT, it's one of the rarest Ferraris there is. It's a- so rare that they made replicas
0: for the movie yep. and they wouldn't even get the real ones for them to use in the movie. Yeah,
1: they had junky MG ones that wouldn't start. Don't ever say junky MG to me. Kidding, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The cars were junky from yeah, back in the day. Oh right. So the car's so valuable and so like well known. When people saw this movie for the first time, they wrote angry letters that they destroyed one. Right. You know, they were just so upset. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to have a car like that too, where it's like Cameron's willing to sacrifice. Like, I'll get you a limo. You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And at the end, when he destroys it, and he's like, "I'm gonna be okay." By the way, he was not okay. Yeah. His dad probably. No. You know. I you think, think so? I. I. I you think it opened the dialogue with his dad. So
0: I don't know again this is no this is fun speculation it is this is what i love most yeah. about john hughes movies and i know obviously uh howard deutsch directed some of john hughes some movies. kind of wonderful yeah so like i jump in between them but let's 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 take the deutsch hughes collection and just sandwich it for a minute okay he does this incredible job at creating something layered so the first layer is just visually appealing easy to understand it's having it's fun. it's a good time Underneath that. Are so many subtext and stories and reflections of society. And so, like in this movie, this really troubled relationship, right? Where you see Ferris like faking sick and two doting parents that care about him. And and I I know I'm going deeper than I should, but as a parent, I think about this all the time. Ferris's, and even his sister, right? Even his sister who definitely like Jeannie has a chip on her shoulder, but Jeannie has. Incredible confidence. She walks right into Rooney's office and is like, Where's Where's Mr. Rooney? Yeah. Like she'll call people out, you know, she'll call the police, she'll kick a, a, an intruder in the face Triple 14 K. times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the confidence that the, the Bueller children walk through their life with mm. is directly associated with having two parents that love the crap out of them. Yeah. The weakness and self conscious and nervous behavior of Cameron Fry is directly related to, yeah, she's in Decatur, hopefully she won't come back, referring yeah, yeah, to his mom. Yeah. Or, you know, you know, Morris and I don't see eye to eye. Just have a little chat. So, I think that not only is there this fun kind of story going on, mm. but there's also this like real reflection of like that everybody knew that one kid yeah. whose parents were kind of like awful and it, that's how it affected him. And that's found in all of his movies. Look at uh, The Great Outdoors, which you know is like one of my favorite movies chat. of all time. You look at chet and you look at roland and you look at their kids and you look at how he's spending all this time to develop this relationship and that scene at the end of the movie mm. where he is the girls are stuck in the bear cave with
1: the diamond he's like what yeah. do i do what right. do i
0: do and chet grabs him like they're your daughters yeah like go save them yeah. and that pivot right and that same pivot i think if we spent spend a minute we could find that turning point that pivot in every hughes movie right? yeah
1: some kind of wonderful it's the diamond scene with his dad yep uh Let's per- this is fun. I like this. Yeah. yeah. Um pretty Ferris-,
0: in- Ferris Bueller's Day off.
1: It's Cameron kicking the car. Yeah. Pretty in Pink is it the talk with the dad at the end, finally, where she's like, Yeah, I don't have to take care of you kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think, right? Yeah. And then
0: uh Weird science. Breakfast Club, Breakfast Club, they do yeah. an amazing job. They allow every single character yeah. to have their pivot point. Yep. Weird science is the um at the end when Lisa is like you don't need me anymore yeah and they're saying goodbye to her and they've got the girls and gary and wyatt have kind of moved past their like nerdness you know yeah
1: and 16 candles is the crush talk with the dad yeah yeah which
0: is the greatest scene you love that the so father much. and daughter because it's just <laughs> I, i'm sorry yeah. i'm gonna go off on no this, this is the Hughes podcast the, about
1: i know this is the hughes
0: podcast yeah. that's what we should call it in in 16 candles which is a troubling movie for a number of reasons but whatever long duck dong. there's some inappropriate stuff that wouldn't carry that well today In the 80s, like today in 2024, it's much more prevalent and it's much more accepted that, you know, a daughter comes to talk to her dad about the first time she has her period or her crush or all these different things. That wasn't as as happening as frequently. In the 80s, it was still, I'm the dad, I'm the buffoon, I'm going to go work on the car and get oil on my hands. That moment when they're on the couch. And she is opening her heart up to her father about having her heart broken. And he just looks at her and says, well, I don't know what's wrong with him. I think you're wonderful. Like, it's just the most touching, wonderful father-daughter moment ever. Have you had that yet? No. Okay. My daughters have unlimited confidence and I don't think are going to require me telling them how great they are Man my son on the other yeah. hand may need me to hold him gently in my arms and, and help him but yeah they're. I may have to call like their first boyfriends yeah. and be like it's going to be okay I don't think I'm going to have to do it with them uh, Max other facts and then we'll talk about actors and actresses
1: uh, let's see Louis Anderson was really pissed off about this movie his role was super small so he was supposed to have a talking point um, and they took it out for the I
0: hear that <laughs> you
1: are feeling blue I should do the whole thing oh my god so the life moves pretty fast uh, quote I don't know what a smooth fast is life moves pretty fast yeah that's right there it is sometimes you gotta stop smell the roses he adjusted that to that quote on the day of shooting it was originally do you know what the original was no it's terrible what is it yeah life is a carousel a great big crazy ball of pure living breathing joy and delight you gotta get one it sounds like an ad yeah that's terrible like it's like you're buying a carousel Yeah. have you ever thought about buying a carousel an actual physical giant one? Yeah. No. But are you thinking about it now? Now I am a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Selena, Selena,
0: I know work has been tough this week. Here's a caris. Go in the backyard. I've got a <laughs> surprise for you. She would dig it,
1: actually. Jesus Christ, your neighbors! <laughs> hey, Max, what do you got back there? Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have uh, rotting deer heads in our front yard. Good, 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 good. Yeah, not All mine. Nope, oh, not yours. No, that's uh, welcome to the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What else? Uh, first cut of this movie was two hours and 45 minutes. And
0: it was awful. Nobody liked it. Yeah. And they, they re- didn't Hughes spend like two straight weeks recutting the whole thing? Because yep. it, it just fell flat. Yep. Nobody was laughing. Okay, and uh, Is the that, da- Isn't that wild how that, that happens with a lot of movies? And the inverse, where sometimes they
1: take a great movie yeah. and then the studio gets involved and they cut it into something that's garbage. So the two examples I can think of, Rambo... Was three hours and terrible, and they cut it down without him. So first blood. Yeah, gotta say first blood. first blood.
0: And you're right. And additionally, when you hear that story, crazy, he cut it hoping it would never be shown. Yeah, the way that he approached cutting it, and he inadvertently discovered this whole an, new yeah. this whole new art form of how to cut the movie, and voila, well, you don't
1: show the main character. Yeah, yeah. And, and I have to tell you, man, God, have we done a John Rant? We have not done first blood. We've talked. We've done the sly Arnold conversation, and we, we need to do first blood. Okay, cool. Not next week. That's it, a little too. I need so more time. It's so serious. It's so serious. Yeah. Oh man, first blood. His guts are everywhere, man. And that scene at the end is Oscar worthy. God didn't make Rambo. Yeah, I did. <laughs> make a make a Billy Goat. Welcome. Yeah. to Jurassic <laughs> Park. <laughs> and the other movie I think about that they messed up the cutting. Uh, Once upon a time in America. You ever okay. seen that? Mm-mm. Oh, it's crazy. It's Robert De Niro. Sergio Le- Sergio Leone who did uh, The Good, The Bad, and the Ugly. Okay. They cut it to an hour and a half, and finally it releases a four-hour movie, and it's like one of the best movies ever. Oh. Yeah. Ooh
0: la la. Yeah. Uh, you ready to go to characters? Yeah. All right. Let's go to characters. So, I mean, John
1: Hughes. John we've, Hughes. We've talked about him already. I mean,
0: I just, for, for poops and giggles, I just want to read the John Hughes. Um, I'm going to take, get some of that. dun, 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 dun. All right, I am going to do – it's always tricky to read his entire list because his list on writing is almost as long as his –
1: Are you about to do oh the – Oh, my ad? God, I was like, what are you doing? The already? liar, liar, inhalation.
0: Lost meeting. <laughs> uh, no, that's uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, too. He did both. Yeah. 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 I just – it was weird that you quoted that one. It's obviously not the right one to quote, but that's fine. All right, writing. Mr. Mom, vacation, 16 candles, The Breakfast Club – European vacation, weird science, pretty in pink, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, some kind of wonderful, planes, trains, and automobiles. She's having a baby. <laughs> the Great Outdoors, Uncle Buck, National Lampoon, Christmas vacation, Home Alone, career opportunities, Dutch, Curly Sue, Uncle Buck, Beethoven, Home Alone Two, Dennis the Menace, Beethoven Two, and anything else that I care about. No, Home that, Alone Three, and yeah. nah, that we're good. Yeah, it's incredible. That's that's writing. Yeah. And now let's go on to directing. Directing 16 Candles, Breakfast Club, Weird Science, Fair Spieler's Day Off, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. She's having a baby. <laughs> I need to do that because I just do every time. Uh, Uncle Buck, Curly Sue, and I think that's it. How's Curly Sue?
1: I liked it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah. What about Career Opportunities? Career Opportunities is great because it's got Jennifer Conley riding in it. a horse, and she is. Yeah. Argh, yeah. Oh, man. I got to see it. You got to see it. I'll watch this week. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what were we talking about? So I mean, characters. Matthew Broderick. By the way, I found one other cute fact about him. Tell me. He had, that'd be cute, though. He had dinner with his mom every Sunday from 1981 to 2003 when she died. Oh,
2: that's, that's I, I that told you. Really
1: cute. Yeah, I told you. I knew you were gonna get. I knew I got you. Uh, Alan Ruck, who played Cameron Fry. He's in Bad Boys, which you still need to see. It's one of the best movies ever. I have with Will Smith and Martin. No, Lawrence. the eighty-three know, Sean I Penn. Know, I know he was in Class, uh, Young Guns too. I haven't seen. He's in that. I've seen Young Guns too, but I don't remember where he was in that. Fuck a shot early. Okay, seems like it. Uh, Speed. He's on the bus. He's the jerky guy. Speed. Yeah. Uh, Twister. He's Rabbit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Spin City. He played Stewart. He's really I do good. Remember in that. Yeah. Spin City. Yeah. Uh, and Succession. He's kind of Roy. I've not. I tried watching Succession. I can't I just believe you don't it. like it. I yeah. So, Mia Sarah played Sloan Peterson. Uh, like Sloan I said, Peterson. she's married twice to yeah. two of the coolest people ever. For sure. Yep. Families,
0: two of the coolest families. Yeah, ever. yeah. Well, no, Brian Hansen's cool. Yeah. Hansen. Yeah. Uh, she's Lillian Legend. Is Brian Hansen the name of the guy on To Catch a Predator? Ma-
1: That's Chris Hansen. <laughs> That's Chris Hansen. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you have a seat? Oh, you knew that a little quick. Yeah. Uh, That's Chris Hansen. Yeah. <laughs> He's right over there. Yeah. <laughs> why, why don't why you put seat? that pizza down? <laughs> she was in Time Cop. Really? Yeah. I can't remember what she was in time. She was, time cop she was the time She was the time. She was Morris Day in the mother oh, effing time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh and also kind of cool. She's the first actress ever to play a live action Harley Quinn. In 2002, there was a TV show called Birds of Prey. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So she played Harley Quinn. Okay. I thought that was cool. all right, all right. Jeffrey Jones. Woof! Uh, he's, yeah, he's a but lot. he was great. Yeah, I mean, most importantly, he was the Duck Overlord. How I the Howard Duck the Duck. So he's also uh, in Stay Tuned. He's one of the. He's the Devil. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know who he is. in Stay, Stay tuned. Incredible. Stay
0: tuned's great, especially the meta scene where Jack Tripper's back at Three's Company. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The best. no, yeah, yeah, that's the best. <laughs> the absolute best. Yeah, the movie is really good. Yeah. He was, John Ritter's so talented. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah.
1: He was like a good straight man who could be funny, too. He was a nice Chevy Chase. That's a great analogy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he wasn't snarky,
0: but he had the yeah. physical chops. Yeah. Because his physical comedy was incredible. Yeah. But he was just nice. Yeah, I yeah. love that.
1: All right. Beetlejuice, he was Charles, obviously. Yes. Hunt for Red October. Uh, Ed Wood, The Pest, uh, Devil's Advocate. Just I mean he was he was he, really good. Remember when he goes jogging? Yeah. Yeah, he's good Dell's advocate. <laughs> it's kind of what happened in his life basically. I know. Uh Jennifer Grey, uh had a great 80s. Red Dawn, Red Amer- Dawn. American Flyers, <laughs> yep. Dirty Dancing, yep. this and that was pretty much it. Isn't it funny how in Red Dawn her and Swayze
0: hated each other yeah. and yet she was willing to do um Dirty Dancing?
1: Yeah, but you could feel they're like kind of yeah. Yeah, it was good. Like when he was teaching her to dance, I could tell he was actually frustrated with yeah, her. he's like just freaking. No, old she, girl. they were.
0: God, what a great movie that
1: is! It's incredible. I love that movie. Fa- I, I watched Dirty Dancing a hundred times. Yeah. Did we ever do a Dirty Dancing episode? We did top twenty five dance scenes. Yeah, we didn't do Dirty. Dancing. We were we were ambitious, by the way, in we the beginning. Top twenty yeah, five.
0: That's, that's, that's insane. That sounds exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do
1: that.
0: I'm good for like one episode now, and that's it.
1: Uh Sydney Pickett played Kate Bueller. She's in Hot to Trot. Yep. So. <laughs> I love hot to trot. <laughs> uh, Linman Ward, who played Tom Bueller, was in Moscow on the Hudson. He's Mr. Grady in Nightmare on Elm Street too. What's the name of the uh, of Rooney's secretary? Because she's also in Planes, Trains, and Eddie, Does the so Eddie the McClure F scene. Yeah, yeah, she's in a lot of uh, Hughes stuff. Yeah, so she has two hundred twenty five acting credits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what's funny? The uh, pencils coming out of her hair when she had her hair styled up like that. John Hughes goes up to her first thing he says he goes, "How many pencils do you think you could fit in there?" And they like started doing it, and that's why they put it in the movie. That's awesome. And she also, she improvs she's he's one righteous dude. Yeah. Yeah. And also, uh, when she's uh <laughs> she's on the phone pretending to be Ed Rooney. Yeah. That's, just oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> that's just her. Yeah. That's <laughs> just her. It's really funny. <laughs> so oh. she's <laughs> she's in Teaching Chong's next movie. Uh, Mr. Mom, she's a checkout lady. Yep. Back to school, she's Marge. Uh, planes, trains, and uh automobiles, like you said, she's the car, yeah, rental yeah, girl. the car rental girl. Uh and she's a voice in the Little Mermaid. And she's natural born. What voice ki- is she in The Little Mermaid? I don't know. Some, okay, some obscure one. All right, yeah. Sorry, Jesus. Uh <laughs> you ruined it. Uh come and, on and kiss the girl. <laughs> yes, he's Sebastian.
0: Sha-la-la-la-la-la, don't look. All right, sorry. Uh
1: natural born killer. She's Mallory's mom. There she is. You done? <laughs> I'm sorry, I love I love that song. Uh Richard Edson, <laughs> who's the parking lot attendant. He's in. The, he's a that guy. Yeah, he's, he's in Weird Science. Is he? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Uh, he's in. Do you know anything, or are you just? Non, I
0: know because I, I we've done him before. I, what a, yeah. I thought he was in Weird Science. He's Look in Howard, it up.
1: He's in Howard the Duck. Maybe it was Howard the Duck. He's Richie. Of, he's the, the, the bad guy. Manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Desperately Seeking Susan, you newspaper guy. Slow down. Sorry, it's almost you. Almost said Desperately Seeking Susan.
0: Whatever it is that you just said was do not the even right blows. thing. He's you one of you do, do the right thing.
1: He's one of the brothers, and in Super Mario Brothers, he's a uh, Spike Koopa. Are you so.
0: sure he was not in Weird Science? I'm pretty sure. All right. Yeah.
1: My bad. You're thinking of uh, Vernon Wells. Yes. Yeah. I wasn't, but I know who Vernon Wells is. Yeah. Ben Stein. Uh, Bennett. Yeah. Let off some steam. way, like, do you know how Ben Stein got in this movie? Uh, no. I do know that he was actually an economics yeah. um, p- graduate
0: professor. professor. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Through six degrees of separation, Richard Nixon knew a financial advisor who knew someone in the movies. Oh, yeah. He re-
0: used to write uh, speeches. He was yeah. a speechwriter for Nixon.
1: That's yeah. right. So- I guess, I mean, John Hughes and Ben Stein were, like, the two only Republicans in the movie industry at the time. Oh, wow. So that's what they bonded over.
0: That's so funny that Hughes yeah. is a Republican. I know, right? Although it kind of makes sense, though, because he is, like, Chicago affluent white suburb. Exactly. Just
1: don't tax me. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: he's more of a, like, he's yeah. probably, like, civil, like, social, liberal, yeah. and then financial conservative. Yeah, back then it wasn't as I'm divided. actually kind of that way, too. Yeah. I'm, like, when it comes to anything having to do with, like, social, I'm, like, liberals all can be and then when it comes to fiscal i'm super conservative yeah cool you what are you what are you max where do you fall on the political spectrum
1: i fall i'm just blue all over yeah yeah i blew myself <laughs> uh Christ. what's it called benstein in the mask we all wear masks metaphorically speaking yeah yeah so good and when Ben Stein's money was like a thing for Oh, him, that, was a,
0: that show was super it was popular. really fun yeah
1: yeah and uh planes trains and automobiles he's the airport guy mm-hmm. and ghostbusters too he's the public works official yep and I didn't realize this. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is in this movie. Christy Swanson. Yeah. She's in the classroom at the yeah. beginning. Oh, no problem whatsoever. Christy Swanson,
0: If if had it not been for Elizabeth Shue, yeah. Christy Swanson would be my girl. Yeah. But, she's great. But she can't replace Elizabeth Shue. Can't. Um, she Remember in Hot Shots when he's like, suck in that chest? Oh, yeah. That's her. That's her. Yeah, Swanson. Oh, my Swanson God. You're awesome. right. Yeah. yeah. And that's all I got for right. our people. That's all you need. Yeah. You don't need to do anymore. Yeah. You're good. Let's talk recasting. Okay. Uh, Nowadays already, or then? Any any era. So we already talked about Ferris Bueller. So let me, let me ask you something. Who could have done, let's just do Ferris and Cameron. Hmm. Who could have done Ferris and Cameron? I'm putting them together because I don't think you can recast in a vacuum. So like, if you pick someone to recast for Ferris, you have to pick someone who would have chemistry the way that Ruck and uh, Broderick did. Does that make sense? Yep. So, so you're not replacing just Ferris to be with Ruck.
1: You're replacing both. I would go so modern day, Glenn Powell and Miles Teller. Okay, Maverick. I mean a Rooster and Hangman. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because yeah.
1: Yeah, Glenn Powell is kind of like this overly confident kind of go, go go further back. Give me give me not
0: so uh, current.
1: Okay, so we're going nineties. Give me or
0: give me the best fit. I don't care what era. You can give me Sinatra if you want. Just give me some of the best fit.
1: Oh, I got a good one. Uh, let's go Ben Affleck as Ferris and Matthew Matt Damon as uh Cameron. Not bad, like Goodwill Hunting kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, not terrible. Yeah, give me Jay on Silent Bob. Th- th- no, this is old though. We got to go when they
0: were younger. Yeah, give me Jack Black as Cameron. Interesting. And give me Christopher Reeves. What as Ferris? I'm kidding. Yeah. I, tra- I trailed. No, you like
1: should do that. Jack Black as as uh, Ferris because uh, he's got to be like more handsome. Maybe he, he's got so much charm that no, he can actually do it. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, charm. Who do we have with charm? I don't have a good one. I mean, you could go like if you went early seventies, you go Rock Hudson. No, Bill Murray and Steve Martin. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Bill Murray is Ferris. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. That could be good. Yeah, and Steve Martin. Uh, that's because he always play. He can play a straight guy. How about how about this? Okay. How about Cary uh, Grant, Eddie Murphy,
0: and yeah. Arsenio Hall. <laughs> That's pretty good. A totally different take on this, right? So is Arsenio Ferris? Yeah, no, Arsenio would be... Um, Cameron? Cameron. Okay. Yeah. Eddie Murphy would be Ferris. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. That could be fun. Yeah, that could I that. Like be a that. lot of fun. I like that. Uh, alrighty then, what else? Anything else? No. Anything about the movie?
1: Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any quotes that I didn't say. Yeah, you're good. Now I'm good.
0: Max, you know what that means. It's time for the Buzz in the Tower Fan Spotlight.
2: woo
1: Max, who we got this week? It's Tim Williams from 80s Flick Flashback. 80s Flick Flashback. Can we get that on the screen. Tim Williams is just a good dude. He's been with us since the beginning. We made friends early on. He's been on. with us <laughs> since the beginning. He's done 100 episodes of his own pod too. That's fantastic. Yeah, and they drop every other Friday. And we can find it on go at 80s Flick Flashback. 80s spelled with 80, not yes. the not, not the letters. We're going to be spelling everything with numbers right, I now. I love it. I yeah. love it.
0: Uh, I always love when we have other podcasters on the show because they have a sultry, sultry in your plums kind of voice. professional. So let's hear what Tim had to say about Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
2: Hey, Tim Williams here from the 80s Flick Flashback Podcast. So excited to be back as a fan spotlight on Buzzing the Tower. Thank you so much, Mo and Max, for allowing me to be a part of uh, this one. And what a great one. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, say Ferris as my shirt says, one of my all-time favorite 80s movies, by far my favorite uh, John Hughes movie, I know that's for a lot of people that love Breakfast Club, that's like sacrilegious, but I I love this movie, Uh, talking about favorite scenes, man, it's hard, it's really hard to think about which scene is my favorite, but if I have to boil it down, it's going to have to be the parade scene with uh, Ferris singing uh, Twist and Shout by the Beatles. I just remember seeing that as a kid in the theater and just being so filled with joy and just, it was just so cool, even though he was lip-syncing, but it was just like, this was the guy that I wanted to be, that, just, that would just take a risk and do something extraordinary in the middle of this, you know, huge parade that he's not even a part of, but just finds his way into it. And so, uh, love this movie so much. Thank you guys again for letting me be a part of this episode and ferris bueller uh, is my hero ferris bueller you're my hero as cameron fry has classically said and i say that quite often so thanks again guys uh keep going great podcast keep up the good work see you guys later
1: bye ferris bueller you're my hero so it's such a universal movie because Everyone feels the same way. Yeah. It's warm fuzzies. Yeah. It's the parade scene. Oh, Tim nailed it. I mean, like, want to be Ferris. And there's
0: so, again, we didn't even do justice to half the quotes that are in the movie because we no. would have made it a two hour podcast. So Tim, thank you again for popping in. Max, plug one more time. Tim's podcast, please. 80s flick flashback. a girl. We'll throw that up on the screen as well. Shh. Max, that concludes our episode on Ferris Bueller's Day Off. A reminder to all of our fans to follow, subscribe and leave a review. Reviews are key. Five stars on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Swing on over to YouTube.com See slash at Buzz in the Tower. Follow us on there. Leave a comment or a note. I've been pretty good about responding to them. Patreon.com slash Buzz in the tower. Yeah. Help pay for all this uh, beautiful we'll equipment. Yeah, absolutely. We'll shout you out. Uh buzzinthetower.com for officially licensed merchandise. And at Buzz in the Tower is our tag on all social media. I'm Mo, he's Max. How do you want to end this wonderful episode? You're still here?
1: It's over. Go home. What are you looking at? Are you trying camera? to look at
0: Are you trying to look at that camera? Let's just look at that camera and say it. Is there Go. There's Go. Hey, hey, it's okay, Ray Charles. Just look at the camera right there and say it.
1: Go home. Go home.